0: O T M Radio Entrepreneurs on the moon Reshaping life for a better tomorrow
1: What's going on? My name is Stephen Knight And you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show I know we broke your heart It's rolling down your face You know I'm coming over
2: to
1: make sure You
3: don't have to wait I'm a favorite day I'm a Superman You're going
2: to play You're going to play
1: Good evening and welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on EOTM Radio. I want to thank each of you for joining us tonight. As always, we'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Now, tonight we welcome fitness experts Vic McGarry and Carlos Jordan to help us get fit after the new year. Plus, we welcome professional basketball player Ray Robinson and then the cast of the musical based on the story of an NBA player, Jeremy Lin. You definitely want to be part of the discussion, so call with your questions and comments. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also join us in the chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. Now, I want to remind you of our social We are on social media. We're on Facebook uh, with The Stephen Knight Show, Twitter, Stephen Knight Show, which is S-H-O, not the full, not the W. And then we're on Google Plus too, The Stephen Knight Show. And then our official website is thestevennightshow.web. dot com. So basically, if you Google the Steven Knight Show, you'll find us. But we definitely want to connect connect with you on uh, on social media. But first, Ms. Parker, are you on?
4: Yeah, what's going on? How are you doing? I am doing well. I actually just ran ran back to the house from the gym because oh, I was wow. late, but I had to had to keep pushing myself. You know, I told you last week that Thursday I was sitting on the couch thinking, I've worked out really hard this week. I'm not going to get to the gym today. And so my body
1: okay. was, you know. Did we lose you? Maybe we lost it. But, she, yeah, she was telling me that story. She said that because I, Thursday, Thursday, you know, was a long day for me, and I was not going to go to the gym. I was making every excuse. It was freezing outside. And then I said to myself, wow. no, I need to go. I need to go to the gym. And so I posted on Facebook and Miss Parker told me she saw that That made her go uh go to uh workout. So it's always good to inspire each other. Matter of fact today I was inspired, uh just Instagram, a follow out of fitness trainers and uh inspired and motivated to have a great workout today, which I did, so uh hopefully Miss Parker works out her technical difficulties. We'll get her back. But she can what's going on? Hello? Hey. There she is, Miss
4: Parker? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to make it short. I was just trying to give you a shout-out for Thursday. You posted on Facebook that in spite of feeling sore and tired, you was going to get to the gym, so I got my butt up, and I got to the gym, so (laughs) so we out on Thursday. (laughs) And look,
1: do you find it hard to do it uh, in this cold weather? Because, you know, it's really cold, you know, almost everywhere now. Do you find it hard to get to the gym with a cold?
4: I'm a gym rat, so I like to work out. It's just getting there. And, and so, I've, you know, in, in during the summertime, I find it easier because I can do outdoorsy stuff, outdoors boot camps. And, you know, it's just like it, you're able to mix it up a little more. When it's cold outside, it's just you want to be in the comfort of your home. Luckily for me, I have a gym downstairs. So when I'm, you know, at that point where I can't just get to the gym or just don't feel like driving, there's a, a gym downstairs that's pretty equipped that I can use. So I'm lucky in that sense. But the cooler weather, you just want to lay on your couch. So it's harder. Absolutely. It has to be. It has to be something you're dedicated to, and some it has to be part of your lifestyle. I think. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. And you know, I find myself when I don't work out, I feel. I just don't feel like myself. I feel very you know, like I'm in a slump or you know what I mean. I don't feel like me. You know what I mean? If I miss miss a few days out.
4: Yeah, I feel the same way. It's funny because I'm not a I'm not an envious person. I don't look to other people and, and wish I had what they have. So I'm not jealous, easily jealous or, you know, I'm not an envious person. But one thing I do hate, I hate on Facebook when people post on Facebook they're going to the gym on a date that I'm taking off.
2: <laughs> I'm like, bad oh, like, jerk.
4: <laughs> I well, do feel a little jealous when that someone is posting that they're at the gym and I'm like, oh, I'm off today. It's like, well, I should be there too. <laughs> Now, you were telling me about an
1: app that you use. What's the app that you use uh, for when you can't get to your trainer?
4: Yeah, I want to I share this app with, with everyone. So my cousin is a, is a really great trainer in L.A., and so her daughter, who is also my cousin, we were talking about different workouts and, and you know, different. She was asking me, who do I train with? And I have a couple of trainers that I use out here in Atlanta, but on days I can't get to my trainer. And it's funny because until recently I used to love working out by myself. I just started to, like, working out in a group or with a trainer because I feel like I'm being pushed more. So I was right. telling her, you know, I'm, I'm working out with a couple of trainers, and she said, well, if you can't get to a trainer, you should download this app. And so she was like, yeah, on, on iPhones it's $5. I think it may be $5 on Android as well. So we looked it up, and it actually was free on my phone. And it's a great okay. app. It's, a, uh, it's called Nike Training Center, um, NTC, and what it does is you pick – Different workout, different levels. Whatever level you're comfortable at—30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour—and there's a lady training you. She actually speaks to you. Halfway through, she encourages you. She says, "15 minutes, 15 seconds, push yourself." It's almost like having a trainer. It's a really great app. It, it incorporates, depending on what what you're trying to get, what uh, trying to get accomplished. Me, I'm trying to tone up. Um, is she the, the workout is tailored to what you're trying to accomplish, so it asks you what your goals are, um, and it's, and the training that I do it does cardio and 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 weight at the same time, and it's really great app. So if you if you can't get a trainer, you can't afford a trainer, you can certainly download that app and 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 use that.
1: And hey, you know that's what I want to talk to Vic and Carlos about because you know there are a lot of people who are just starting out, you know, with their fitness, they don't know where to begin, but they can't afford a trainer. So I'm gonna ask them. What are some other alternatives? And that's definitely one, uh, that app. But some alternative methods that people can uh, go about, you know, that you can't afford a trainer but, you know, want to. I know
4: something that you've been doing that, um, that, you know, that also helps as well, sharing information. Like, you you know, you follow a lot of trainers on, uh-huh. and, um, on, on social media. I follow a few on social yeah. media, but I think you may be following more than I do. You share different workout te- techniques, different um, yeah. health tips as far as diet and meals and things. So I think it's all about building that community of people trying to be healthy yeah. and stay healthy, sharing information that can help other people. So if it takes you following all the trends you can get your hands on and encourage yourself, do it.
1: Yeah,
5: yeah,
1: I, I definitely agree. I definitely
5: agree. Okay. Well, chicken Adam, what's
2: going on
4: with y'all? Hello, hello. Hey, guys. Sorry I took off all your time. <laughs> <laughs>
5: no, not worry, all will take it. What's
2: going on, miss Parker?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: So,
4: uh, Adam, do
1: you do you are you all physically fit in your workout? What's, what What? what what do you have going on?
7: Stephen, you know the answer to that question for me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: all
7: right. You want right.
4: Adam is not eating, buddy, I miss I miss eating with him.
7: <laughs>
4: <Are the laughs> eat? I don't to do lunch
7: on. this week if we survive the uh snowstorm.
4: Okay,
1: yeah. okay.
7: Absolutely.
5: So right, every everybody knows knows that I'm a foodie. I, I work out so that I can eat. It's purely yeah, for eating purposes. Yeah, I work out. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So and, we and put I try to. Oh,
1: sorry. Okay, sorry. You again.
5: No, go ahead. What were you gonna say?
1: No, go ahead. Continue.
5: No, I was just gonna say I actually hate working out. I hate the whole getting to it <laughs> uh-huh. because I won't do it. So what I have to do is incorporate it into my life. So yeah. I, I turned into a cyclist. I ride my bike a lot. Okay, um, nice. I noticed that, you know, for me, um, especially when the weather's really nice, I ride my bike to work, and that yeah. takes care of my workout. You know, I take care of two things at one time: my transportation mm-hmm. and my workout. So I don't have to think about it. It's not something oh, yeah. that I have to go outside myself to do.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, let's talk movies. What y'all see?
5: Well, for
7: me, um, I saw, and, you know, um, this time of year is the Oscar Lowell time, so nothing exciting to the theater. I'm not going to go see I, Frank, A's sign. It looked awful, Um, and that's the only really big release that came out. So I caught up on Wolf of Wall Street, uh, which, you know, CK reviewed earlier this month. Um, And if you're still unfamiliar with this movie, uh, which by this point you shouldn't be, it's a Martin Scorsese film, Uh, following the story of this guy named Jordan Belford who created a big brokerage in the late 80s, early 90s. It was basically a scam um, brokerage on Wall Street, and uh, it follows his life and kind of what happened in his story. And, I mean, it's a typical Martin Scorsese movie. It's a roller coaster of sex, drugs, foul language. I mean, you're going to be entertained throughout this movie um, with Leonardo DiCaprio. But mainly Jonah Hill, he had a standout performance. You know, DiCaprio did fine, but he does a typical DiCaprio performance. Uh, Jonah Hill really, you know, he's come a long way since his super bad days, and you can definitely tell with this movie. Um, so I was a big fan, only complaint. And again, it's just it's a three-hour movie, and it moves fast, but there's still points when it slows down, and you're like, all right, you can speed this up with only, you know, an extra 10, 15, 20 minutes of certain things um, in this movie that kind of created kind of the length of it. But great movie. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely don't take the kids to see it, but watch it.
5: Definitely um, not. <laughs> yeah,
7: definitely not, uh, you know, but it, it is great. And um, it's, up, it's up against tough competition this year, so I don't think it's going to win the Oscar, but, uh, you know, it is one of the contenders for the year. Okay.
5: I, uh, unfortunately, did go see I, Frankenstein. Uh, oh. I, 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 I went to go see it out of curiosity because I was hoping for, you know, me and my original story. Uh, yeah, um, Major F. Uh, yeah, it has to Aaron, what it sounded like. Aaron Eckert, who, if you don't uh, know who he is by name, he was Two-Faced in the Batman movie, The Dark Knight. And what? he is supposed to be a modern-day Frankenstein in this movie. Um, just like I said, I thought the premise of it, the thought of it, was pretty cool. I wanted to see it. Hopefully, I was looking for a great follow-through. Absolutely not. Um <laughs> the story was actually weak. Um and it and, and for it to have borrowed from the Frankenstein name, they actually, to me, tarnished it a little bit. Should have left wow. it alone. Maybe I should have called it something else.
7: Yeah. Right? Sorry. It looked like it had potential, but I just yeah, the trailer just didn't sell me on it.
5: I I think the premise of it is greater than the actual follow through. <laughs> wow. Wow. You
1: won't be recommending that one, I guess. <laughs> no, none. Well, I, I saw a movie on uh, Friday, I believe. I saw Twelve Years Later. Twelve Years late.
5: Yeah. Uh, like what it. you feel I, about that?
1: I thought it was an excellent movie, but I did not like the ending. I didn't like the ending.
2: It. I thought it. I thought it
1: happened too fast. I mean, the movie was long. Don't get me wrong, but I thought that the ending, like you know, you go through. You know it's child tribulations. You know going back into slavery, but then the way it ends is just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I that's,
5: that's because that's because it's an American movie. American movies always end, you know, neat and tidied up. Even when there's a successful yeah. ending, it's still somehow neat and tidied up at the end. That's just an American flair. If you yeah, that, want a different content, that's why I like indie foreign films because they uh, never know where they're gonna go.
1: That's the only thing I didn't like about it, but I thought it was an excellent movie. Excellent movie. And I love Brad Pitt's character, um and obviously, you know, all the the bleeding actors that did a great job.
8: You know, it just
1: ooh, that was a, just a an evil period. It's also bad for him, you know what I mean? You know, I don't yeah. know the slaves but, but like um you know, one of the slaves said in the movie, you know, some people were born slaves, that's all they know. But can you imagine mm-hmm. being a free man and then going back into slavery, you know what I mean? So it was just, it was a powerful movie. But, uh, yeah, so I did see a movie uh, on Friday as
2: well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you saw yeah. a
7: good
1: one. What would you say? I said, at least you saw a good one. Right, exactly, exactly. So anything coming up? It's I know Oscar is all about Oscar right now, but anything
7: coming up? Uh, for me, the only one that can stand out that I can think of is that um, Monument Men. And it's the one with uh, George Clooney and a few other big names, Bill Murray, John Goodman. And it's about World War II where these guys come in to save precious art from being destroyed by the Nazis. So it looks like it'll be a fun one. and It has a good cast. So I have, I have hopes for that. Uh, so that's the only one I'm looking forward to. But that's not until February, which is, you know, only a week away. But I think the next week in February. Okay. Okay. Sheikah?
5: I'm looking forward to Kevin Costner in three days. He, um oh, playing uh, a, a, a CIA uh, terrorist assassin and uh, right. looks pretty hot tense.
2: Right.
5: You know, uh, Kevin okay. Costner normally puts out quality work, so I'm looking forward exactly. to that.
4: Yeah.
5: Oh, hey, I actually this? saw
4: a movie, too, this weekend, um, which I don't do often, um, but I saw Captain Phillips.
5: Oh, did you? What did you think about that?
4: It's a little bit too much for my poor heart. It's just, I was on edge, <laughs> nervous, and anxiety. I can't watch stuff like that. Um, I wanted to see 12 Years a Slave, but I have to get my mind right for that. But, it, I mean, it was a good movie. It's just, you know, it's just really sad. It's really sad on high, both ends. High like, drama. These people are so hopeless. You know, it's not like they're, they're I don't think they're bad people. And I think that's what the move was trying to get across. Like when you're hopeless, anything, any, anything's better than being where you are.
2: Right, um, yeah.
4: So for them, when they were fighting to get on the ship to be the, the pirates, it's like who volunteers? You know what I mean? Like they were fighting to be the ones to go. Mm.
2: <laughs> so
4: for me, that was like uh, an eye opener. Like, you know, there are people out there who have no hope. There's, nothing else to live for. You're pretty much volunteering to put your life on the line to go rob, you know, these ships, not knowing if you're going to make it or not. Right. Uh, did you guys see it?
5: Yes. Okay. I reviewed it, I thought you. I thought yeah. you reviewed
4: it. Yeah, okay.
5: Yep. Absolutely. Wow. I, don't, I, don't I thought know everyone if anyone did a great could...
4: job. I thought everyone did a great yeah, job. Yeah, they
5: did. It was excellent, excellent. I don't know if it's going to win anything, but definitely excellent work moved yeah. me.
4: Do I don't know if Oprah anyone's seen what do you think about Oprah not being nominated for anything
5: uh, well, the whole movie was out. Know, i i I want to say it's politics <laughs> uh I don't know what particulars, but i would i I'm gonna say politics
1: okay they said on the uh I don't know about the CNN, then and they had you know some movie expert on there, and he said the reason why it probably didn't get any nominations is because it came out so early in the year and so many great movies came out this year. And so the fact that, you know, the people who vote usually vote on the the last few new movies they saw, and that came out so early in the year that people kind of forgot
7: about it, which doesn't make any sense to me, but that's what they were saying.
5: So, sounds convenient. Well, you know,
7: you know, sometimes, or a lot of these Oscar voters, whatever the secret committee is, a lot of the time, they don't even watch all the movies nominated. So... That's a whole right. other can of worms. But, yeah, I could definitely see that as a possibility. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. One right, God, thing well, I, I, wondered,
5: I wanted to ask okay. well, before we leave, I, did anyone watch the Grammys last night? I
1: did.
5: Yeah, I, I did. About, what, what, what were you talking about? Well, no, I, I didn't bring that up to talk about the Grammys. But, but did anyone see the the first drop trailer for Angelina Dolly and Maleficent? I the didn't, Disney? but I thought we were
1: talking about that.
5: Crazy. That's going to be crazy.
1: Right. I, oh yeah, I, think, I saw it. Uh, EOT, I saw it. I think EOTM blog has it posted on their on the blog. I thought I saw it was posted today. what did you think about it, Miss Parker?
4: Um, not my type of movie. But <laughs> is that her child in that movie with her?
5: I'm not sure.
4: I think that Shadow was in that movie.
5: Wow. Oh wow.
4: Yeah, wow. I think she had like one of her daughters in that movie.
5: It's going to be interesting.
4: Yeah, that is interesting.
1: Try to get, get on that uh, Will and Jada. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much. Have a good week. Absolutely. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. Uh-huh. Hi, guys. Hey, Ron. Hey, What's going on?
9: What's up? What's up, everybody? Miss Parker. How you doing? Mr. Mike. All is well.
4: What's going Man. on there,
9: Ron? Y'all, 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 the Super Bowl, I'm telling you, it's going to be yes. crazy. It's going to be freezing cold.
4: Yes, it I'm will.
9: Ha- I'm so happy that I'm g- going to be watching it in the warmth of home, you know, so with... If
4: I had tickets, with, I'd give them away. That's how I call I them
9: would too. I, I would pass some bad boys in. I'm telling you, I, I would get that $2,000 Back, I'm telling you, because this is <laughs> oh, ridiculous, ridiculous. And
2: they're supposed to well, expect
1: more snow this week. More snow this yeah. week, and they might have to either push the game up or push it back.
9: Wow! Wow!
1: Yeah, was, they were talking about that today
9: on on uh, CNN. If they push, if they push their game back, because yeah, because I I actually heard something about they were going to like possibly play it on the, um, Tuesday. Like that makes no like no one's gonna watch it. No one's gonna watch it. Like it would have to be on, on a Sunday. So Yeah. No, but, they're not gonna push
4: it back. They're thinking about it but they're not gonna push it back because people bought plane tickets. I mean,
9: people have bought tickets, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Rain, yeah. snow, sun, yeah. It's going to, going to be played. I agree with you, Miss Parker. So they they
1: had that crew out there to show the footage of the crew, I mean, working hard to clean all the snow that's already on there. You know, at the stadium, and and also, um, you know, they were saying about the parking lots. You know, yeah. how important the parking lots are safe for, you know, the fans to come. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot going on though, definitely. It's
2: but gonna, gonna be a lot,
9: that, I believe. Oh yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, there people are still talking about this Richard um, mm-hmm. Sherman thing, which I'm like, why? I mean, it's I've, every time that I hear him over again, the more that I feel like people are blowing this out of proportion. This man was just passionate. He made yeah. it on winning play. He did, it was like, he was just high. Like, it was, I didn't feel any kind of negative energy off of him at all. I felt excited and happy for him. I, I, I'm still just scratching my head where these people other than hate, where they got all this negative animosity over 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 what he said. Like, he didn't say anything to me that
8: was bad. Well, you know what I like
1: about him? That that, that he said that, you know, whatever he said was in the, in the you know, confounds of the football game. The people yeah. that made the rape words about him, that was something in their everyday life.
10: You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: On him, yeah. N-word, on other stuff, on Twitter. And he, so yeah. he said that he thought we were past that, and the fact that we're so close to – M L K day, you know what I mean? He it was just you know, that yeah. was, he said that was the bigger the bigger issue, not what he said, you know, in his post game interview. Yeah.
9: Absolutely. I it's, to me it's it seems like people use that as a, an excuse to kinda of get ig- racist and ignorant and whatever cause this whole thug, 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 thug. I'm like, man. I mean come Fight. on. Come right. on. This, I mean, when I went back and when I went thug. back and
4: listened to it, when I went back and listened to it, I didn't, I didn't think he said anything too bad. He almost dropped the N, but um, but the N word. But he, I think he was just he, emotional, and right,
11: so yeah, I, think,
4: I, I right. mean, I didn't think even, I didn't even think he even spoke poorly. I thought he did pretty well. Right. Um, he spoke well, yeah, but I, I mean, I will say, you know, reading about his background, and he's a smart dude. He's not an ignorant guy, so fine, I there, think we just find things just to be, be negative about because, you know, they can't handle what's going on in their own lives, honestly. I
9: agree. I agree, Miss Parker. I agree with you 100% with that. Yeah, people need to get lives, get lives, people. Now, with that being said, um, the um, Seahawks and the – um, Broncos are not the only um, star-studded game going on in New York this coming weekend. We have Friday, Kevin Durant and the Oklahoma City Thunder will be visiting the um, the um, Brooklyn Nets,
2: really? and then
9: Saturday, LeBron and the Heat are going to be playing Carmelo Anthony and the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden. So. This is going to be just a crazy sports weekend in New York. It's going to be a lot going on, a lot, a lot. And I'm excited. I'm so hyped about this. LeBron, Madison Square Garden, oh, oh.
2: it almost makes me
9: feel like Jordan with the Bulls back in the 90s playing, you know, playing against um, Ewing and the Knicks. Yeah, this is going to be crazy, 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 crazy. I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm really excited about that. All
2: right. (laughs)
9: One more thing that I wanna talk about. Um, Lifetime is doing a movie on the life of Gabby Douglas and it's actually airs Saturday. This okay. this Saturday, yeah, on Lifetime. So um Who's playing her? Let's see. The actress that's playing her actually is um the actress from Everybody Hates Chris, uh, his um sister. Okay, okay. His little sister's playing her. Oh gosh, I don't know that. E he. he Imani Haken, I believe, you know, Imani Hakeem, I believe is her name. I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing it right, but I believe that that's her name. Yes, and also it's also starring um, Regina King and um, and the actress from, gosh, from Law and Order. She played the. Boss Lady on Law and Order, I think her, yeah. her name is... Yeah.
12: S. Sorry, I might mess
9: her, mess her name up also. But yeah, the actress, the, um, the um, that black play, woman.
12: The oh, the is playing, is
1: playing uh, yeah. I got her name right.
9: Yes, thank you. Got it right. Uh-huh. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Point
9: for me. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to
2: cool. Google. Shout <laughs> to Google.
9: Thank you, Google. Thank you, Google. <laughs> but yeah, so that yeah. should be hot. Um, I'm actually going to DVR that because I'm, you know, I definitely want to see how... Um, how her life is going to be portrayed on the on the small screen.
2: Yeah, and
9: that's yeah, and that's pretty much it with sports, man. I'm just looking forward to the Super Bowl. Go. Super
2: Bowl, Super Bowl, what, what?
9: I you know, people have been have been giving me a lot of slack man well I say slack black, you know, drama over the fact that I'm saying that Denver's gonna win. People like, man, what about Russell Westbrook? What about Seattle? Look, if if Seattle wins, I'm happy. I'm cool with it. More power to them. That's good. Who Now, who do I think is going to win? Denver. That's who I think is going to win. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. If that's who I want to win, I don't care. I don't have a horse in either one. Like, if Peyton wins, great. If Russell wins, great. But, again, do I think Russell's going to um, be Peyton? No. So, all right. We well, we're going to
1: definitely win. find out. and we'll, We, we'll, we'll we shall. All right.
9: Uh, we shall. Say what? So we'll see if you're right next week. Oh, yes, sir, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, I know it's time is getting late. Yo, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Aaron Cosby. Janera, it's all yours. Hey. Take it away, Thank
13: you, Ryan. All right, everybody. what's going on? What's going
1: on? How you doing?
13: I'm doing okay. You know, I'm about in the bed almost. <laughs>
1: you ready for this you ready for this yeah, <laughs> You ready
13: for the snow we're about to get tomorrow? I'm hoping we get some. I mean, it's, it's been tricking me, like, these past couple of weeks, so I'm hoping we get some, but, you yeah, dig if, if we get it, I'm ready for it. I'm prepared. I
2: hear that. I hear that. What you got for
13: it? <laughs> okay, we well, have a couple of things for you guys tonight. Um, not as much as I hoped, um, given the fact that we are going into spring, but it's still some good stuff for you guys. Um, not as good as last week, but. Anyway, i am gonna go ahead and get started. Uh, our money exchange, they're having a sale, and um, basically it's 40% off of everything in the store. So that's sale items as well as regular price items. Um, and, of course, you know, our money exchange is, is something for guys and ladies, so, you know, try to find stuff for everyone as much as possible. Um, Pipeline.com. This is just for ladies. Even though PiperLime.com is something that men and women can stop at, this particular sale is strictly for the ladies. Um, They are giving 25% off on all dresses. Plus, you can get free shipping on all orders with no minimum purchase necessary. Um, You can enjoy 40% off of your entire purchase at the Gap. Um, They're having a sale, but it ends tonight, so you have to hurry up and shop. Um, And if you're shopping online, which if you just hearing about the sale, of course, you're shopping online, you have to use code GAPFLASH because it's in the flash sale. Um, ASOS.com, you hear me talk about that from time to time. Um, they're having a sale, and they're trying to clear out all of their winter items. Um, if you shop there now, you can save up to 70% off of your uh Today is the last day to shop Nine West and get 25% off of your $100 purchase or $50 off of your purchase of $150 or more. Old Navy is also having a sale, Um, and this is. But you don't have to hurry up and shop here because this one ends on the 29th, which is Wednesday. Um, If you shop there between now and the 29th, you can save 20% off of your purchase. Um, And I just wanted I want everybody to know that this offer cannot be combined with um, Super Cash, which is you know sort of like Old Navy bucks that they give whenever you buy something. Um, and if you're shopping online, you just need to use code TAKE for TEA. Today is the last day to shop express. Um, and if you shop there, you can get 40% off of everything in the store. And, again, that's clearance items as well as um, regular priced items. com, Now, this is one of my favorite online stores that I don't get to talk about often because uh, they don't really discount their items often. Um, every once in a while you may be able to catch a good sale, and it's one of them. Um, they are having a designer shoe sale. So um, shoot, you can get up to 50% off of designers like Jimmy Choo, Gucci, Prada, Fendi, and so many more. Um, but they're having their designer shoe sale. Um, there's no quote necessary because it is, I have to I want to stress that, just simply because it is um, an online store. Fifth Avenue Office. Um, they're having a new season dress sale. And you can get an additional 25% off of all of the addresses for savings of, seven, of up to 75%. And the sale ends tomorrow, so you have to hurry up and shop. And um, Gap, I'm sorry, not Gap. Sex with the Avenue Office is also online, so you don't actually have to go to the store. And last but not least, sale is Sale um, is having a sale now through the 31st. And you can get $10 off of your purchase of $50 or more.
1: All right, they can and find all the that
13: at budgetshopahawks.com. They sure
1: can. All right, there's a link on our Facebook page. As always, Ms. Ferguson, thank you for keeping us looking good at a good price.
13: Okay, thank you so much, Steven. Good night, Ms. Parker. Good
4: night, Ms. Ferguson.
1: Ms. Parker, before we go to commercial break, did you watch the Grammy last night?
4: I did. I um, was over at my cousin's house, as you where her father passed away well in to mention oh, yeah. your prayers. Um She was an only child. She's actually my cousin's wife, but her and I are pretty close, and um she wasn't doing well so i stayed I stayed until this morning actually at her house in Covington and um we stayed up and and she was up couldn't sleep anyways, and we watched it together. her mother was uh, at her house and so it was you know we try to make a right. you know a light out of the situation, so it was good watching it with a group of people um usually I wouldn't watch the whole thing' because I'll flip back and forth, but we pretty much watched it all together, about five of us there. And I thought it was pretty good. I like Beyonce's performance um, with Jay-Z. I think that is cool, you know, showing affection to each other. Um, a lot of the, the artists, I think, were older. Um, you know, I was complaining about, well, wow, they have all these older artists, but, you know, the Grammy's is for everyone, so we have to keep that in mind, it's just for hip-hop yeah. and R&B. It's for every, you know, general music, so everyone is involved. So um, I think people complain because they want they were we're so used to the uh, BET, um, rap whatever hip hop awards and all that turned up music. So um, I think we're expecting expecting that type of stuff. How, what do you think about it? I thought the show was okay.
1: Um, I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me like it did back in the day. But right. your girl B was lip singing in the beginning. She lip things from the beginning of the song until. After Jay Z uh, did his did his rap, because at one point she goes on the ground to do some move, and I guess she forgets that she's supposed to be singing. She pulls the mic back, but um, but I thought she did a good performance. You know, she still. Bad. I think they all did.
4: Um, someone posted how Pink uh, did a great job doing all those moves. Oh yeah, she up singing. I think, yeah, I think they all did. I think we I know I think we missed the days of the Whitney Houston, which stand up there just blow. Um right. But without all of the extra stuff, so I don't know. I, you know, of course times are changing. I think we just have to adapt to it. Um, True. Now It's performance-driven it. and it is talent-driven. How you know when we were kids? Now Kendrick Lamar, he killed it in my opinion. I thought he did his thing. He did his thing. I think Kendrick Lamar is uh, is a great is um, a great artist. Um, uh, I, I don't know that perform- that performance was a little confusing for me, but uh, he got really great ra- ratings and. We yeah. use for it. So good, you know, good, and good Taylor was turned up in the audience. Is there? I thought those, I mean, she was, when I said turned up, that must have been her song. <laughs> I know, I know.
1: And then well, probably those,
2: the, the, um, uh... But I the, heard
4: that he was freestyling on that anyways. It wasn't like, it's not like the song that's out. Because I didn't, at first I was like, okay, is this out? And then, yeah. uh... But she was acting like she knew everyone and everything. I mean, oh, she, yeah, was, she, was she was turned up. <laughs> up. I thought Mighty Cyrus <laughs> was so good. You know, come out and start <laughs> twerking too. <laughs> she was
1: acting. <laughs> I know. And then they had the uh, the one performance, Macklemore, where they had Madonna and Queen Latifah introduced when they did the the 33 uh, marriages. Did you see that? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: That that uh got a lot of a lot of uh, attention.
4: Got people
1: talking. You know, got people talking. Absolutely. Well, let's take a commercial break. We'll come right back after this.
11: You're listening to The
14: Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. Radio.
11: You're listening now. You're listening to
14: The Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM.
11: Radio. The Night Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMradio.com.
1: Ray Robinson is a six-five professional Euro basketball player out of it, playing in Italy. Originally from Jacksonville, Florida, he is a graduate of Newberry College, and tonight he joins us to discuss his career. Please tell me, welcome, Ray Robinson. Welcome to the show.
6: Hey, how you doing, man?
1: Good. How you doing? How you doing?
6: I'm doing great. Can you hear me good?
1: Yeah, I hear you. Very good, very good. So, listen, tell us about how you, you know, started out playing basketball and ended up overseas in Italy. I know it's like 4 a.m. right now, where you're calling from now, so I appreciate you calling in. But tell us tell us how, how you, you know, began this career.
6: Oh, man, to be honest, I had no idea I was going to end up in Italy playing professional basketball. The thing oh, was, yeah. you know, I was a late bloomer. I didn't start playing basketball basketball 'til I was uh my junior year in high school. And wow. um, you know, a lot of people had a head start on me. A lot of people were telling me, you know, uh it's impossible for you to do what you you know, what you, you have in mind, you know, what, what your goals are as far as like uh basketball and whatnot. So um, you know, after my uh my high school days, I only played one year of uh high school basketball, so after that, you know, um, I got a job, started working, but, you know, I figured that nine-to-five lifestyle wasn't for me, and I still right. had that, that, you know, that burning desire to see how far I can, you know, take my talents. So, mm-hmm. you know, with that being said, I just, you know, um, did what I had to do to to continue my career, you know, focused on, you know, the bigger picture, positioning myself around the right people. Um, you know, I, I got into college, uh, junior college, at the age of 21. It's a funny story. I actually... uh created a fake highlight tape for me because a lot of coaches were, you know, that's what they they wanted, like, like, and I didn't. So, you know, I had to figure out, you know, how can I, you know, get my my foot in the door. So I created a fake highlight tape for me, sent it off, and, you know, everything else went uphill from there. Wow. Um, everything else went down. <laughs> so, um, you know, I went to junior college out in McCook, Nebraska, uh, for two years. You know, I, I had a, a solid career out there. And then you know after that you know the whole um, NCAA rules with the the timing and everything like that. Cause I actually went to junior college before I started playing basketball. So you have uh, you got like five semesters to complete uh, four years of college or something like that. You know if you're an athlete. So I had that against me as well. You know but luckily I got into a, a, a Division two school out in Newberry uh, College in South Carolina. Um, you know met up with a great coach uh, Steve DeMayo and uh, Jimmy Link. You know they um they saw that they saw the uh, the, burn, the burn desire in me and they knew that I had um, what it take what it uh, what it would take to get to the next level so you know they took a chance on me gave me the opportunity and you know I just kept running with every opportunity that I had and um I met a guy after my uh my 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 second year of my uh four year school named Roosevelt Bowie he actually contacted me I had no idea you know um you know that I continue my my basketball career but he contacted me. Um, I flew up to New York, went to his camp, you know, from his camp. we uh, He took a traveling team to Italy, and then, you know, I found an agent out there, and everything else just fell in place. Wow. So what, did you have
1: any apprehension to move into Italy? It's one thing, going to visit, but actually moving there, did you have any apprehension?
6: Um, you know, I thought about it. Um, so, I, like, as far as, uh, you know, before, I to be honest, I never thought about moving to Italy. I, you know, just oh, being, yeah. uh, I never thought about moving to Italy. <laughs> So like I said, it never crossed my mind. Wow, wow.
1: So did you have to try out, or did they did they scouted? How did you get part of this team?
6: Yeah, actually, you know, when they took the traveling team over to Italy, uh, what happened was, you know, we played in front of uh, a bunch of agents and stuff like that um, over in, in Italy at a camp during the summer, and you know, I was one of the, I was actually one of the, uh, one of two people out of. Uh, um, me and another guy out of uh, 20, 30, I think like 20 people that uh, went on a tour over there that actually got, you know, um, signed by an agent, you know, and it was a lot of wow. talent out there too, a lot of talent. You know, a lot of guys mm-hmm. had that experience over me because, you know, like I say, I was a late bloomer. But, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, with that being said, you know, I, I was just blessed. Everything just fell yeah. in place for me.
1: So how's was like living over there playing professional ball? they treat you like a celebrity? <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah man, to be honest, you know they do. You know, they show a lot of love over here. Um, you know, when I first came over here to Italy, um, you know, I I, I don't speak the language, you know. I you know, I was kinda of like like in a lost world. You know, I went to uh to be honest, you know, my first time eating at the restaurants here, eating food here and stuff, you know, I ate the same food for three months straight because I didn't know how to order food. You know? <laughs> So you know, yeah. you know when I walk into a restaurant, when I walk into a restaurant, you know I just look at other people's, uh, you know, where they're eating at their at their dinner plates, and you know just point to the uh, waiter, you know I want this, I want that, I want that. something right. uh, Yeah, Exactly. Wow. It's pretty, wow, pretty wow. Funny. Cool
2: man. It's a, so how long
6: have you been over there
2: now?
6: Uh, this is going on my uh my third season right now.
1: Third season. How long do you think you'll stay out there?
6: Oh, man, to be honest, uh, you know, as long as I can play basketball, you know, I'm going to ride it out until the wheels fall off. Um, you know, okay. but then again, I know basketball isn't going to last long, you know. Um, so, you know, with that being said, you know, I, I do have backup plans, and that, that's taking in place right now. That's being, um, I have I have backup plans that are um, in place right now, you know, for my future, to continue building my future. Okay,
1: okay. Now, I saw, uh, I was talking to your Facebook page, and I saw that you, you're involved with in something called Wake Up Now. What's that?
6: Oh, man, Wake Up Now is the, the revolution, man. That's why like, it's, it's changing people's lives. It's uh, uh, network marketing, you know. Um, I'm able to generate income from home, uh, and I'm able to help other people, you know, generate income as well. You know, Wake Up Now is to help people save, manage, and generate income, you know. Um, think of a Sam's Club or a Costco, you know, it's a savings club. And, uh, I mean, it's changing people's lives, you know, allowing people to retire young. Um, like I say, you know, basketball is not going to last forever. And I was in a situation where um, I, you know, as a professional athlete, you know, the economy is bad right now. And I was, like I said, I was in a situation where I had, um, you know, I was without a team. I came over for my second season last year. And the thing was, you know, in uh, in September and, in, and come October, I was without a basketball team, nothing I had control over. So, you know, yeah, I went online, exactly. did some research. Yeah, I'm, and I'm in a different country, too, man. I don't, You know, I, I don't know how to go out there and, you know, speak the language and get a different job right. and bring income in. You know, luckily yeah. I had people looking out for me over here in Italy. Um, did my online research, got involved with a network marketing company called Wake Up Now. You know, I seen people making money online, but at the same time, you know, I wanted to know if it was real, and it was real. But, you know, yeah. um, you know, they were going to continue to make money with or without me, and I'd rather be with them. And like I say, basketball is not going to last forever. A lot of people say, you know, um, well, why are you doing this if you're playing basketball? You know, well, I, I tell everybody this. I don't ever want anyone have to have control of my outcome or my income, and True. I was in a situation where I had I had to make something happen, and that's why you know I, I'm um, building my future with uh, with this company called Wake Up Now.
1: Okay, wow, wow, and we, where can we find out more information about that?
6: Oh man, you know, um, you can go to um, I mean, you know, you can you can check out my Facebook, you know, and I have tons of information on there as far as um www. uh let me see uh let me see dot 243wakeupnowcom yeah i'm actually on my site right now you know cuz i i'm i'm a, I'm, a, I'm always up at night you know so yeah you can find out more information at uh dot 243wakeupnowcom and um you know it has everything right there that you need to see uh full uh video presentations and you know the products and everything of the company Everything that you need is right there, robinson com. Hey,
1: Robinson, I appreciate your time tonight. I know it's late. Get some sleep, but thank you for calling in and, and you know sharing sharing your, your story with us. Definitely wish you all the oh, best. Oh,
6: thanks, man. Hey, thanks for having me, man.
1: No problem, no problem. We'll take a quick commercial break. We'll come back with Vic McGarry
14: and Carlos Jordan.
11: You're listening to The
14: Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio.
11: You're listening now. You're listening to
14: The Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio.
11: The Steed and Night Show, Monday night. At 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com.
1: If you're like me, you may have picked up a few pounds over the holiday season and have promised yourself a time to put down the fork and pick up the weight. Tonight I've asked two fitness experts to join us to help us get our minds and bodies right. First up, many of you may remember Vic McGarry's been on the show several times. But he's a no-nonsense fitness trainer and coach, and also a very inform- he has a very informative blog on his website, vickmcgary.com. Next is Celebrity Lifestyle Trainer and Owner slash President of Ultimate Body by Carlos, Carlos Jordan. Please help me welcome Vic McGarry and Carlos Jordan. Welcome to the show.
12: Hey, thanks, Stephen. How are you all doing? I'm doing awesome, man. This is Vic. Many, many hey, thanks Vic. for having me on the show again.
1: Oh yes, it's always a pleasure. You know, I tell this story I think every time uh every time I think we may have lost Carlos, but I know every time that you're on that, you know, you changed my life. You know, in two thousand ten I believe I came across a, a website that you were hosting and and the principles and the practice that I learned there really just changed everything. So I always have to thank you for that. Hey man, that's so. always
12: awesome to hear. <laughs>
1: Well, tell for those who, who don't uh, know much about you, tell us about, you know, your background and how you got to where you are now that you're, you know, the fitness expert.
12: I will give you the abbreviated version. I uh, okay. came, across, came across fitness training while I was in the military. Now, this is uh, not the way typically people come across fitness in the military. It wasn't due to the training. It was due to wanting to stay out of trouble. I was stationed right. in Korea soldiers tend to get into trouble when they're in a foreign land, so in order to stay away from the bars and the alcohol, I started to study fitness training. Basically, it gave me something to do. I fell in love with it. When my service was over, I came back to the States, started training people in their homes. I would literally go to their home or their office with my backpack full of boxing equipment and a couple of dumbbells, and we'd make it happen. After that, I owned a gym for six years in Columbus, Ohio, and I've been working online helping people lose weight and get fit since about 2008. So that's the abbreviated version. That's the abbreviated version.
1: Now, I know that you said before that at one point, uh, you were working as a lawyer, and you kind of got out of the whole fitness kind of thing. And Oh, yeah. It was the one day that, that you just felt like broken down, like you didn't find one in the office. And you went out and worked out and passed out, kind of thing. And that, that but
12: that was the feeling that you missed. Was it? Was, was that? Thrift? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, man. Yeah. I practiced law for a few years, and uh, yeah, I mean, you get to the point with that nine-to-five job that you realize you're just not really on the path you want to be. So you get to the point where you've got to, you know, put up or shut up, for lack of a better word. And and so I you know, uh, took the risk. Took the risk. Opened the gym. Uh, but I got to tell you too. I mean, while we're while we're on this subject, and I just heard your previous guest. Uh, talk about his online work I tell you man nowadays with technology opening a business online is so low risk compared to a storefront man when I was running a storefront gym I had an overhead of ten thousand dollars per month between rent Mm -hmm. and employees and things like that my overhead for my online business is about one hundred dollars a month and some Uh, months I make more money than I ever made with my gym (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh wow! Wow. So
12: not to get off track there, uh, you know. I know we're here to talk about fitness, but I also know that your audience tends to be somewhat entrepreneurial. So, uh, really? you know, keep that in mind. The internet technology is uh, really a great leverage tool for business owners.
1: Wow, that's something to keep in mind definitely. So let's let's talk about people who are starting out in their in their uh you know, their whole fitness journey. Maybe they they don't know much about fitness or diet or anything. They don't have a. They don't have the money to afford a trainer. What
12: What should be their first step? First step is always going to be uh, diet. If we're going to talk about the what to do, I like to tier things into three sections. You have your what to do, and that's what typically people think about your diet, exercise, and the rest. But then you have your how to do it, and that's kind of a big missing link. And when I talk about how to do it, I'm referring to habit creation. But then even below that, the bottom of the barrel, we have the why or the why not. And the why or the why not, particularly the why not, is what I like to call the elephant in the room of fat loss. It's the thing that everybody knows about but nobody wants to talk about. And these are deep-seated issues that we have. I mean, let's face it. Everybody knows you're not supposed to sit on the couch and stuff your face with a bag of potato chips. Everybody knows But why do we keep doing it? Is it because your finances are a wreck? Is it because your relationships are a wreck? Why do you keep going back to these destructive habits whenever you know it's not good for you? Uh, oftentimes people need to address those first before they start talking to a trainer, but people don't want to take that step because it's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: So what about a person who, you know, they may be advanced in their work, they kind of know what they're doing, but they've hit a plateau and they can't seem to,
12: to, to progress any further because, you know, they're just stuck. What, what do they do? I always look at three tiers. And there's a flip here that is different from the way most people look at it. Most people, when they hit a plateau, they think, I need to work out harder, or I need to change my workout, or I need to uh, use more weight in the gym, or I need to use more intensity in the gym. No, the gym, the workouts are the last place I look when someone has hit a plateau. The first place I look is always diet, and that is going to be, the solution is going to be within diet 90% of the time. Uh, if diet does not work, if their diet is clean, everything looks fine. The next place I look is the sneaky culprit, and the sneaky culprit is your rest and recovery. Most notably mm-hmm. here is sleep. If you're not getting good sleep, if you're not getting consistent sleep, it can cause all kinds of hormonal issues that are going to hinder weight loss or even hinder your muscle-building effort. If that's your goal. Uh, and a caveat to that is also stress. So that also falls under uh, rest and recovery is, are your stress Recovery practices. If you are not, uh, you know, taking care of your stress, whether it be through whatever means you personally enjoy, whether that's meditation or prayer or hell, I like to play with my dog. I mean, that's my stress release. Uh, if you're not incorporating those kind of practices regularly, then again, we can look at hormonal imbalances that can definitely cause a stagnation in fat loss efforts.
1: Yeah, but I've heard a lot of rest is very important. A lot of people that you know, I know me, I have a hard time going to sleep at night, but that's essential. And then letting your body recover so that you can go to the
12: next level, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the the rest, like I said, is the sneaky culprit. Everyone wants to look at their diet or their exercise if they've hit that plateau, but oftentimes the culprit is poor sleep practices.
13: Right.
1: Now I know that you were someone you know you've always done things naturally. What do you? How do you feel about protein supplements or any kind of enhancers or supplements?
12: I'm uh as as you mentioned I'm uh pretty much opposed to supplementation. There are a few exceptions to that. Uh I'm currently taking two supplements. I'm taking vitamin D three, which is dirt mm-hmm. cheap and it's it's a natural uh vitamin that we typically get from the sun, but you know, I'm up here in Ohio freezing my butt off in this cold winter we're having. <laughs> so uh So I started supplementing with vitamin D3. Can't say that I've noticed any major differences yet, but I've only been taking it for a few weeks. And one supplement that I have always been in favor of, and it does have a lot of good studies to back it, is fish oil supplementation, the omega-3 fatty acids. I think that's perfectly fine, beneficial, and as I just mentioned, I take it myself. Outside of the fish oil, I don't have a real strong recommendation for any other type of supplementation for most people. I really think you can get it done with real food. If you're conscious of eating a variety of fruits and vegetables, particularly the vegetables, you're conscious of getting your natural protein sources. I do not think we need nearly as much protein as is promulgated in the media. You have to figure where those numbers are coming from. It's oftentimes coming from supplement companies. This is what I always encourage people to do, and this is the bottom line. You have to test it and track it. Try four wheat with nothing but real food. Are you reaching your goals? Are you increasing your numbers in the gym? If you are, then you don't need any damn supplements. Now, if you're eating all these real foods and you're hitting a stagnation point, and, well, hey, maybe it is your protein levels. It's possible. The only way you're going to find out is if you test it and track it, though. Don't just assume that you need more protein because you read the latest advertisement in the Glossy Fitness magazine. Right. What, What do you think about products like Herbalife and things like that? I'm not real familiar with it. Not familiar enough to, to comment. Um, okay. You know, the uh, a multivitamin is something else that I have used in the past, and I've it's, and it's said it, it's okay. Although I do think there was some some recent media attention, I think from the FDA that said there weren't weren't too much uh, too much benefit from the multivitamin. But uh, once again, you know, I just stick to real food. You know, that's, that's right, my yeah. my big thing. And if uh, it, too often I'm afraid people turn to supplementation as, as a as an excuse to not eat real food. You know, they think, mm-hmm. well, I'll take this supplement because I'm not eating a good dinner at night. Well, instead of spending your money on supplements, spend your money on a head of broccoli and start eating right, a good yeah. dinner at night. You know, take the effort instead of trying to get the easy way out with a pill. Do, do you just... Uh, I don't juice, but I I, I blend. I I, I do uh, go with the smoothies about once a week. I'm a big green smoothie fan. I think about once a week is a good way to increase your green leafy vegetables, you know, because how often do we really eat the greens, the collard greens, the kale,
8: turnip right, greens?
12: Yeah. You know, it's tough to get those in the diet. So if you throw them in a blender with a little bit of fruit, and when I say a little bit, I mean just enough to make the greens palatable, I think right, that can yeah. be okay. So, so I, don't, I don't like the – I like the smoothie better than the juice for the fiber aspect of it. Uh, this is something I always cue people in on juicing is, they okay, think about how many oranges or how many apples it would take to make one glass. Would right, you ever yeah. sit down and eat that many damn apples?
8: Right, yeah. You, know, yeah. you
12: never would. But whenever you make a, a smoothie, you're using the actual full – fruit, or full vegetable, and you can kind of parse it out. You say, well, you know, I, I might eat one whole apple, and I might eat uh, this big plate of greens, and I might eat a half of avocado with that, and that's all I'm going to put in the blender.
2: <laughs> that's it. Right. Exactly. What, what I would
12: actually eat at a single sitting. So uh, occasionally I will use the blender, but juicing I typically do not use. Okay.
1: Let's talk about fatlossforfree.com. That's one of your websites. Tell us about
12: that website. FatLossForFree.com is a full-blown, complete program. It includes four different 12-week workouts. It includes a 12-week sample menu, 20-minute jumpstart audio, and 68 instructional videos showing you how to do every single exercise in the program. It's completely free. You don't need to buy anything else afterward. All you need to do is submit your email address, and you'll get immediate access to the program. All
1: right. Vic, as always, we appreciate you so much for coming on and helping us keep our minds and our bodies right. And, uh, you know, everyone, please go visit fatboughtforfree.com, there's a link on our Facebook page and our website. Dick, have a great one, okay?
12: Hey, Stephen, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. We'll take another you. break. We'll be back with Jeremy Lynn, the unauthorized musical, the cast and uh, producers right after this. Hey, baby, is Mother Louella Jenkins
8: <laughs> of oh. EOTMRadio.com. I need y'all to go to www.wolfentertainment.com, A-U. Go there and check out some of that music. Child, they got some music on there. You hear me, child? They got, um, what's his name? Hellman. He know he play that saxophone. Yeah, he play a saxophone. And you know you know he get him hell now because his name Hellman, honey. He know he play that phone. Now, y'all go on there and check him out. They got, um... What their name is, they got a uh, Taxi Flame, Green Fire, Blue Wolf, and uh, Fetty, that boy Fetty, Ron Anthony. Sidney Bonds. I mean, just go on there and check it out. And Miss Wood, why wow, she be, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, she know she be doing that thing. You hear me? Now, y'all go on there and check them out, because when you get Carla and Heldman together, you got some hell on this world. You hear me? Because they going to make sure you get some publicity. Now, you go on there and check them out and get some of the music, baby. Check out some of that mute. Ooh, they know they play. They got all kind of old, kind of old rappers and, and jazz and everything. You tell them that mother Luella James sent you there to get some of that music. And how much you keep gathering them hair, bakes. This has been brought to you by EOTMRadio.com.
1: Jeremy Lynn's the unauthorized musical, a sensational musical by Aidan Park, Anna Parsons, and Edelyn, I'm mess her name, Edelyn O'Connor, who's inspired by the historical rise of Jeremy Lin's NBA stardom. Along the way, he fights to surpass racial discrimination, his own personal demons, and even a crazy girlfriend or two. <laughs> Jeremy Lynn's the musical, the unauthorized journey of Lin, 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 Lin Sandy, <laughs> investigates what it means to accept who you are, you really are, and travel at the speed of light to success. The underdog can win and win big. Tonight the cast joins us to tell us more. Please help me welcome actors Jenny Savage, Darren Kendrick, and writer and creator, cast member. I think I played it's right, Edwin O'Connell. Welcome to the show.
2: Woo! Hi. Hi. Hey. How you all <laughs> <We're> good? <laughs>
1: Good, good, so, so I have who? I have Jenny, Darren, and, and Edelyn. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: Okay. Great. 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 So, Edelyn, tell us about what? What was it about this musical? Why did you want to tell Jeremy Lynn's story?
8: Uh,
15: well, we were inspired to tell a story, basically. And you said it in our intro um, about about somebody who was an underdog and who right. basically won, you know, basically won the hearts of of the country, won the hearts of NBA fans, won the hearts of uh, Asian Americans uh, in the process and created a movement in the community. And so it just seemed like a really great story to tell. And obviously our story um, is the what would have happened, what may have happened, what could have happened prior to Uh us meeting Jeremy on the world stage. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was just a story that we wanted to create because it, it just, you know, we all know sort of the outcome of what happened when he was introduced to us, um, during yes. the Linsaki movement, but, you know, you just, you kind of have to wonder, like, what happened before. Right, That's not yeah. on the Wikipedia page.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and, and why did you bring the, what was the idea of bringing it to a musical, making it to a
15: musical? Well, the three of us, um, we are all singers, um,
2: okay. and we love
15: to we love musical theater. So we thought, and we're actors, obviously as well. And um, we've all done a number uh, of musical theater shows, and have trained in musical theater, and just love that genre. So we figured, why not tell a story and add some music to it and some dancing, and you know, try to basically Anna likes to say uh, our show is like Book of Mormons with Asians. <laughs> and so, Darren, are you
1: playing Jer- Jeremy? Oh
10: no no no
2: no no. Okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who, who do you play, Darren? Who do you play? Uh, well,
10: I kind of play the antagonist. I'm the I, I'm the, like play the NBA exec, and I play the coach. You know, when okay. he first comes in, wants to be a basketball player. So I'm always kind of beating him down. So I'm the one who beats him down all the way through his, all the way up. So I play like the, you know, you'll never make it. You're never going to be a basketball player. You're Asian. It's never going to happen. <laughs> wow. That guy. Wow. <laughs> I play multiple roles. What was say? Yep. I play multiple roles in the ensemble with the cast. And, but I do not play Jeremy Lin. That would be um, Aiden Parks, who's one of the okay. other creators of the show.
1: Okay, okay, okay. He's not on it tonight. So, what what was the attraction to this this project? Uh, me, Darren. Yes.
10: Yes. Um, well, good friends. Uh, one of the other creators, Anna, and I are, are good friends from New York City, and um, okay, she asked she asked me to come on board, and you know, I'm more of a film and TV actor. I used to do theater musical theater when i lived in new york but being out here in la i kind of was like yeah let me go back to my roots and have some fun with (laughs) the show so
1: it's a great show and we're having a blast with it so jenny i don't know you play one of your characters you're the fairy godmother and then you have some other ensemble parts tell us about your experience so, so far
15: Oh, God. Well, um, I'm in the same boat as Darren were. I knew Anna from junior college right out of high school from way back in the day. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. And then
15: um, she got me involved with it. Um, later on and once I got involved I was like this is some of the most talented people I've ever worked with in my life As a whole group
13: Aww. I'm so freaking
15: excited to be a part of it um, And then they got gave me the chance to play A fairy godmother who is <laughs> dizzy and No holds barred And completely Into herself and a big Ballsy character <laughs> and I love it Oh
1: wow wow! And I saw the promo yeah. picture And it looks like you all are generally having a, a great time, a great time <laughs> to tell us about Tell us about, I know you, you know, I'm thinking that this was brand new, but but you all have had shows. Tell us about some of the, the places that you performed so far.
13: Uh, Well, basically,
15: most of our performances have been in Los Angeles. Our very first performance was in May of 2012 um, at a a theater in Hollywood, and uh, we basically sold that show out. And after that show, um, we were encouraged just by the response we received to continue it. Really, we actually only thought we were going to do just one performance, and that particular performance was um, to support a, a charity called Love Never Fails. Um, And we just basically wanted to just do a show. We wanted to create, we wanted to write, and we wanted to do a show and and in turn give back um, to, you know, a good, terrible cause. Um, But then after, you know, we didn't expect to sell out, but when we did and then we got the response that we got, um, we were encouraged to sort of explore it a little bit more. What we wanted to do, what we did do, sorry, from that point on is we went up to San Francisco and we workshopped it for, um, for almost a week at a theater in the Bay Area where we gave the uh, every audience member that came um, the chance to give us written feedback, um, both positive and neg- negative on the show so that they can, so we could go back to the drawing board and tweak the script and also the music and transitions and things like that. So we took a lot from actual audience members and we basically put that towards the next um, generation of the script and the book. Um, and then after okay. that, we basically um, did a, brought it back to L.A., and we were asked to do a 30-minute version with the Upright Citizens Brigade uh, on their stage, which we did in February of 2013. And then we were invited um, by the Hollywood Fringe uh, to perform uh, during that in June. So... At that point, by the time the fringe was over, um, the response we'd received was even better. And um, certainly, being in LA and and being in the land in Hollywood, where you know, I mean, everyone here is in usually in some part some part of the industry creatively. And so we were getting we were getting um, people coming up to us, composers, directors, producers, who were saying, you know, we would be interested in helping me develop this further. So, um, hmm. yeah, it's been, it, that's kind of where we are now. That's what sort of made us decide that we wanted to um, launch a crowdfunding uh, campaign to see if we can raise funds to make that happen. And tell anyway. us more about this. Tell us where, where you know, people want to help support uh, you know, this
1: cause, where, where they can lend their support.
15: Oh, yes, if, uh, so we've decided to go and launch our campaign on Indiegogo, and so if you go to Indiegogo.com and in the search box just put in Jeremy Lin the Musical, you we should pop up, we're the only...
8: Jeremy Lynn
15: the Musical campaign <laughs> on there. Uh, there is an actual link, but it's so complicated. So all I can, you know, the easiest way for well, me yeah. to say is to say Jeremy Lynn the Musical um, and the search uh, box on Indiegogo.com, and you'll find us. And, um, yeah, there, we have a great little video that you can watch. We shot this great music video pitch. So much fun. So much fun. You'll get to see all of us were there, and Aiden and Anna, the whole cast, and basically, get a little snippet of what you might expect if uh, we can bring this to the stage once again in a in a much bigger production. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, any any help is is graciously accepted. Yeah, Mary so. Godmother needs a new dress. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, have you all have you all heard any from uh, Jeremy Lynn in regards to this play, or uh, the musical?
15: Uh, well, it's interesting. It's like the yes. I mean, yes and no. We haven't you – know, it's obviously, it's called the unauthorized journey to right. insanity because there hasn't been any sort of, you know, um, authorization of it. Um, but rumor is, yes, that he's he's aware of it. And um, certainly, we have some connections in regards to him, and we would love um, for him to be –
2: uh a part of it
15: in some way. because um, certainly sure. it's it's a very uh it's a fun it's a fun, positive message that that we are sending in the end and uh it by no means is uh is is I mean it's farcical but it's it's not embarrassing yeah. by <laughs> any means. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what we don't think there's any reason not to get behind it. We're proud of him, we're yeah. proud of him yeah. where so he went and what he did. So
1: we're yeah. enjoying you know, I, I think it's an honor, you know, that people would want to tell your story, especially a success story like that, you know. I think it's, it's, it's an honor that that people go through this and raise the money and put on, you know, put it in work because it's a lot of work doing a musical. Tell us about mm-hmm. it. I mean, how, how often do you all have to uh, rehearse? Hmm.
13: Well,
15: let's see. We're, well, right now um, we're not in any rehearsals at the moment. If anything, what we're doing right now is we're doing rewrites to the script and also what we're doing is a bigger a bigger um, a bigger feat at the moment is is getting working on the music a little bit more because obviously it's musical, so that's probably the biggest driving force uh-huh. other than the story and a really a solid, solid book. Um, so that's sort of what we're doing now. But when we were doing uh, the productions, in the past, we were we were rehearsing a lot, a lot. A lot, I, a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 a lot. yeah. In yeah. the various world. places that weren't so helpful to to like our neighbors and such.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the
10: reason like the funding and stuff like what we're looking for now is because we want to expand it because the shows. It's like an hour long, but we'll make it a longer and a big, big production of it with bringing in more people, you know, big dance
1: numbers, big music numbers. Yeah. So that's
15: Lots the work. of glitter. It'll be awesome.
1: <laughs> that that would be awesome, you know. And, and when you do, I, I, I want to see it. I want to come see. Because uh, I'm already speaking into existence. It's going to happen. I want to see this musical. I believe it's going to be yeah. great. I mean, you can tell from the energy of everyone involved and, and even from the promo picture that you are having a good time, I think that makes it even, you know, even more worth it when you're having a good time doing something you love, you know? Yeah.
15: yeah. You. Did you watch the video? Did
1: you get a chance to see it? I'm going to watch it. You know, I was going to, and then it's just been busy. But I'm going to watch it. As soon as uh, we if we're off the air, I'm going to go watch it. i want going to watch it. I went Perfect. to the site, though. I went to the site, got the information. So well, let me well, we right. go through um, you three and tell us uh you know, what else you're working on and where we can follow here you on Twitter. Start with you, Jenny.
15: Uh, hey, what's up? So on Twitter, I'm Savage and Spice, um, and I tweet all the time. It's um, <laughs> actually I'm really bad at it. I'm trying. I'm working on it. <laughs> um, and uh, what else am I working on? Um, just whatever I can do. I just shot this web series. I had a lot of press, and so we'll see what's going on with that. It's called Down with David. It's very Dirty and raunchy, and so that's always fun. Um,
2: and,
15: <laughs> and then auditioning my butt off, you know, I've got i actually got a sci fi shoot um, in a couple of weeks for a new film that I'll be doing. So, um, yeah, so you can follow me on Savage and Spice, both Twitter and Facebook is the same. All right, and Evelyn. Uh, Twitter. I do tweet every now and then. (laughs) And when I do, you can find me. uh, It's basically my name. It's Edelyn O'Cano, or at Edelyn O'Cano, I guess. See, obviously, I do tweet. (laughs) Um, And other things I'm working on, I mean, obviously, pilot season's about to start here. So um, I've just been sort of gearing up with uh, getting ready for that. And then also just getting back to... Writing um, another girlfriend, actress of mine, and I were sort of like sitting down, trying to figure out what else we want to create. And basically, in the meantime, between trying to get paid work and and uh, stuff on the national front, just doing our own stuff that we can generate on our own. So that's sort of what takes up the, my time when I'm not when I'm not out there.
1: Being in L.A., it, I, I can imagine it's extremely competitive. Uh, you know,
13: oh yeah, getting.
1: Wouldn't you say? I saw some, some movie, I believe, a movie last late last year, and it, was, and it was some of these actors that moved to L.A. to to make it big and just some of the things they had to go through. I'm sure loosely based off some truth. Uh, yeah, if you
10: throw a stone, you'll hit an actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darren, what about you? Um, It's Darren Kendrick. Pretty much everything across the board on Twitter and website and Facebook and all that good stuff. Um, I'm working on coming up a uh, vampire flick called Slayers. Um, we're going to start shooting next month. And yeah, I play one of the main, I play the oldest vampire. In
2: the
10: film. <laughs> <laughs> Not the oldest actor, but the oldest vampire. A, there is a difference.
1: There is a difference.
2: I want to work to that.
1: It sounds like it would be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Listen, I wish you all the best, especially with this musical, but in your individual careers. I know that when you all are getting your Oscar nom, don't forget about the Stephen Knight show. Come back on. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
15: yes, please. Thank you so much for having us.
1: No problem at all. You all have a great night, okay? Thank, all right, you, too. All thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right. Thank you. Let's take a quick commercial break. Come back with Steve with Playlist.
11: You're listening to The Steed and Night Talk
14: Show on EOTM Radio. Radio.
11: You're listening now. You're listening to
14: The Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. Radio.
11: The and Night Show, Monday night. At 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com.
1: So go ahead and go into Steven's Playlist. If you're uh, interested in being featured, email us at the Show gmail.com, Attach one or two songs, your bio, and one or two promotional pictures. And remember that all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing. And we definitely look forward to hearing your work. The first song is by Drake, entitled Hold On, We're Going Home. Check it out and enjoy Steven's Playlist.
3: Hold on, we're going home
0: I said it's
8: because they know
1: Ray Robinson And the cast of uh, Jeremy Lynn The Unauthorized Musical Now Also go on our Facebook page For links on how You can connect With these people And find out What they have going on Also want to give a Shout out to Local Talent Connect Independent artists uh, Entertainment people Go on that website Create a profile You can definitely Network with so many People It's a great opportunity I want to thank you all Next week we welcome The one and only Mama Jones Jim Jones mom and a few others, so we definitely look forward to having them talk and figure out what they have going on. I want you all to have a great week, and God bless. Peace.